This week, politics, music, and anxiety. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay. I hope you're having a good week, even though Mother Nature is back on her bipolar BS. Tornadoes, dust storms, and floods are happening coast to coast, so it's kind of hard for you to enjoy your weekend, but I'm still going to the beach this weekend. Let's get started. All right, let's get to some headlines. Nikki had to push her album back for the second time this summer from August 10th to August 17th, a week, because there was a song in there that features or samples one of Tracy Chapman's songs. And she didn't realize it until this week on, um, what was it, August 1st? She said she she went on Instagram and Twitter and asked her fans, release the album without that track or push push the album back a week and get permission from Tracy Chapman to sample her song. And um, her fans voted on via Twitter to push it back a week. Um, Okay, look, here's the thing. We've been waiting for Nikki to... um, We've been basically waiting for Nikki to please us with an album... My bad, (laughs) y'all. To please us with an album since Cardi dropped her album invasion of privacy so i'm i'm ready for nikki to drop this album like she needs to drop this album now i'm tired of waiting um i really honestly think she's gonna come back hard and by the way august 17th nikki's friend ariana grande is dropping her album too so everybody's making it like uh it's gonna be a competition whose album's gonna be better no nikki and ariana are friends there's no competition so stop trying to make competition out of something where there is no competition all right earlier this week queen nyjah and clarence nyc was in new york city um queen was visiting youtube headquarters as queen was named youtube music's artist on the rise um Okay, so Queen had got her a wig. It was a, I don't remember what color. It was a bright color. I don't think it was blonde or whatever. But Queen had changed her hairstyle and she was walking through Times Square and she was on like three or four different billboards because of YouTube music. Now, they had posted the day before, her and Clarence had posted on their Instagrams to meet them in Times Square for a meet and greet. But what they didn't realize was that they told them a specific street. And once they realized that they was in one part of Times Square and her fans was in another part, her fans came running down Times Square and it caused a riot. And the police had to escort Queen and Clarence and her crew out of New York City. There were videos posted on Instagram and Snapchat. A lot of people thought she was Nicki Minaj. And then there was a lot of people on Instagram that was trying and Twitter that was trying to say, she pretended to be Nikki to promote her album. Well, first of all, if you what you guys didn't know was that Queen and Clarence had announced that they was having a meet and greet in New York already. And she was in New York City and Times Square to see herself on her billboards 
in Times Square because of YouTube music and being named YouTube music's artist on the ride. I'm tired of people coming for Queen. Ever since she's been on this big come up, they're trying to find dirt on my girl Queen. Queen is a good girl. She's living her best life ever since she left Chris. Let her live her life, okay? Let her live her life and stop trying to pull up dirt on somebody because they're doing good. Let them live. All right, that's it, y'all. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. And as I told you guys last week, one of the topics that we'll be discussing on my show a lot is mental health, anxiety, stuff like that. And we have a special guest. My name is Shakira. You didn't have to say your name, but <laughs> my mom is joining me to talk about anxiety. Um, as I, I think I mentioned on last week's episode that um, I suffer from anxiety. My mom does too. So instead of just having a conversation with somebody that doesn't have anxiety or just having a conversation with myself about anxiety on the show, I wanted to bring somebody on that has anxiety herself to talk about the um the subject. So um first I wanna I wanted to ask you, when did you first realize that you had anxiety? It was actually recently. <clears throat> I think that if I would have found out at the age that you are about anxiety, then I would have been able to deal with it a little bit better or differently. Um I actually just learned about anxiety <clears throat> over the past few years. As you know, I'm in my early 20s, <clears throat> mid-30s, and I would say about the age of 33 is when I start feeling a little bit more overwhelmed with life and, you know, start having these different feelings and I didn't know exactly what it was until I started going online um googling stuff and talking to a, a, a few friends um as you know in the black community a lot of us do not like to talk about mental health issues you're scared of getting judged or you know um people looking at you differently or you know just self-blame or anything like that mm-hmm. <clears throat> But now, you know, it's 2018 and things are a lot differently and things are spoken, spoken out loud much more than they were when I was 16. When I was 16, it was in the early 90s and we didn't talk about anxiety. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, I mean, obviously now it's easier to talk about it because of social media. People can post about how they're feeling any moment of the day, anytime, or post whatever they want. But it's still hard, especially in the black community, to talk about anxiety or mental health, period, because a lot of people, older people, like to just say, oh, ain't, there's nothing wrong with you, or right. I like to just put a, a, a Band-Aid over it. Like, mm-hmm. why do you think now people still don't feel comfortable talking about it? Like, now um, we're in the age of social media, and you would expect, okay, there's more people out there for you to talk to. But why do you think people still feel uncomfortable to talk about mental health, period? Just like, <clears throat> basically, just like you just said, a lot of older people, 
my mom, for example, is 63 and you can't talk to her about depression, anxiety, Mm -hmm. um, mental health, stuff like that. Um, You know, back in their day, it was no such thing as anxiety or, oh, I'm depressed. Mm -hmm. It was that, oh, you'd be all right. Or, you know, you just stressed out. You just tired. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you just in your feelings or your feelings hurt or something like that. They don't understand that it's actually a medical condition. It's a disease. It's a illness. It affects you not just mentally and emotionally. Anxiety and depression affects you physically as well. Right. Older people, um, it's all in the upbringing and the way you were raised. They don't look at it the same way that we do. They Mm -hmm. were raised differently. Um, The upbringing was a little bit different. And there's a lot of different things that, you know, if my mom would have talked to me about or educated me on that, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have had waited till I was in my mid-30s or early-30s to try to figure out on my own as I'm going through it. Right, right. So, obviously, there's there's a whole bunch of ways that you can deal with anxiety or um, try to, I guess I would say, stop it. Um, One of the ways a lot of people recommend is taking medicine for it. But as you know, I don't like taking pills. I don't like taking medicine at all. I just rather try to figure out a way to like what triggers my anxiety. Like instead of taking medicine to try to, or pills, I feel like we take medicine for too many things. Like you're, you have a headache, you, you, you're feeling depressed or you're feeling, or you're just feeling whatever the case is. Um, so people are quick to just, okay, oh, I got this for this. So I got a band aid for this. Word you just said, like, it's, it's a, a quick, quick what instead of, but instead of thinking about it, that's the thing. Instead of thinking about it before you take the medicine. And I feel like once you start taking and medicine for anxiety or medicine for depression, you're going to be relying on that medicine. You're not going to be able to deal with life on your own because you're going to need that medicine all the time. So instead of taking, I feel that instead of taking pills for anxiety, I feel like you should try to figure out what triggers your anxiety, what makes you feel the way you do, what makes you get anxious and scared Mm -hmm. instead of taking medicine. That's the first step. You're absolutely correct. The first step is to try to figure out what is triggering your anxiety. The first step is to try to remember, you know, the last time you was feeling normal. Right. That's the first thing. Think about the last time you was feeling normal, whether it was the other day, whether it was last week, last month, last year. Just try to sit and think about, hey, you know, when was the last time I didn't have these thoughts or these feelings or this overwhelming, you know, uh, cloud over me? Right. You can pinpoint the last time that you wasn't feeling like that. Then at that point, you can say, hey, okay, now when did my life start to change? Uh When did I start feeling overwhelmed or scared or, you know, that that nervous feeling that you get when you have anxiety? A lot of people, if you've never had anxiety, you don't know what it feels like. You don't know. You you can't understand the feeling. We can say all day, oh, I'm having an anxiety attack. People look at us like, Oh, ain't nothing wrong with you. Right. You just and I, the hardest part about it is trying to explain how you feel to somebody when you're talking about anxiety. Because mm-hmm. if you never had it before, you're not going to understand what it is. Right. So I'm fortunate enough to have people around me that 
I know friends and family that have anxiety or had it before or um, have it now that I can talk to about it. So I won't, because at first it was like, okay, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what, I didn't even know what anxiety was. I didn't know what it was called. I just knew I was feeling anxious. I would get scared. I would get nervous at the smallest things, walking into school, feeling like everybody's looking at me. Um, The small things would um, give me anxiety. Walking into the gym at school in front of a whole bunch of people. I wouldn't even want to go to eat family events. That's what keeps me in the bed all the time. Like, Last week, I stayed in the bed for a full day because I had anxiety. I didn't even know why I had anxiety Mm -hmm. at all, but I was just in the bed all day because I wasn't feeling good. And anxiety can cause you to feel sick. Like you, If you don't have anxiety, you never had it before, you wouldn't understand. But you can literally get sick from having anxiety. It's not just in your mind. It's not just a feeling. It's physical as well. Right. Like everything. Your, Your skin changes. You know, some people gain weight. Some people lose weight. Um, anxiety is like a broad spectrum. It's not just one thing that you can say, hey, this is anxiety. This is what it is. This is the cure. And you're good. No. Anxiety can range from zero to 100. Right. Um, it's a lot of different levels of anxiety. It's a lot of different um, feelings that you get. Some people have anxiety and they have symptoms. Some people have anxiety and they don't have symptoms. Um, as far as like physical symptoms. Um the main thing is once you start not feeling like yourself, that's when you need to kind of reach out and um, pinpoint whether, hey, am I depressed? Um, am I anxious? Right. Like, what's going on with me? Um, and a lot of people don't know the difference between depression and anxiety. Right. They think it's one and the same. And it's, it's not. It's two different things. Um, that's a stigma also. People think that, hey, depression is oh, taboo is such a bad thing is, you know, she depressed, so she must be crazy or going through something horrible in her household. No, depression can stem from I'm stressed out over schoolwork. I'm stressed out over work, work, over relationships, relationships, friendships, um, friendships, insecurities, you know, a lot of that. And it, it's just a, a, a broad range. One person might have anxiety because you know, they just overwhelmed with, with bills or finances or right. they want a job or they want a car. Another person can have anxiety or depression because they're insecure with themselves. Ain't right. nothing wrong with them. It's just a self insecurity. It's a self thing. Um, I can look at somebody and think they're gorgeous or handsome or pretty or look good, but they can look at themselves and not see the same thing I see. And that's what happens a lot of times with teenagers um, with anxiety because peer pressures and, you know, this person looks this way. They look in the mirror and they see that they look that way. Right. They want to look like this person. They have the same thing that this person has and, you know, just stuff like that. And then they start feeling this feeling, not knowing what it is, mm-hmm. all the while it's anxiety or depression. And then they're embarrassed about it and don't want to be judged. So they don't talk to anyone about it. Right. That's when a lot of kids go on social media, post stuff. And a lot of kids end up committing suicide because they don't have anybody to talk to about it. Right. And I just wanted to read to you guys um, some of the different types of anxiety. It's a variation of um, different variations of anxiety, which includes um, generalized anxiety disorder, social anxiety, panic disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, and more. And um, 
I just wanted to let you guys know that you're not alone. Millions of people across the country have anxiety. Even if you feel like you're alone, you're not. I Trust me, you're not. It took me a long time for me to realize that I wasn't alone with dealing with my anxiety. And if you feel like you have nobody, there's always somebody out there for you to talk to about anxiety. If you're depressed, if you feel like you have nobody, there's always somebody out there for you to talk to. Reach out to anybody around you. Mm-hmm. Not just social media, but someone who can you can actually have a conversation with. Because once I'm telling you, once you post your feelings or something on social media, you're going to get an overwhelming amount of responses from a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Some people will have your general concern at heart. Some people just want to be nosy and just, you know, just post stuff just to keep you engaged in conversation to see what's going on right. when they really don't care. So make sure whoever you reach out to is someone who can talk back with you and keep it between you and that person. Right. Um, also, I want to touch on something that Jalen just read um, about the different variations of anxiety. One thing that he said was um, post-traumatic stress, PTSD. A lot of people, especially younger people, don't understand that PTSD doesn't just come from people in the military. A lot of people think that, hey, if I have PTSD, um, I must have got it from being in the military, um, going to war, Mm -hmm. because that was where it stemmed from. Post-traumatic stress disorder can come from a lot of different things. I'm going to give you some examples. If you were in a car accident and if you were in a car accident and something, you know, bad happened to you, um, happened to your family, you know, maybe someone passed away or just a real traumatic situation and you survived that and after that happened, you see that your feelings and emotions start to change. That's PTSD. That's post-traumatic stress disorder. Also, another thing I want to tell you guys is social media. I'm telling you, you might think I'm crazy, but one thing is on social media, looking at everyone posting about, you know, this person died, this person got shot, this kid is missing, um, all the school shootings, the nightclub shootings, the riots, especially the police killings. When all of those um, police killing African-Americans was going on every other day all over the past few years, you keep seeing it and seeing it and seeing seeing it on social media. You're seeing it on the news. You're seeing it. You're hearing people talk about it at school. You're hearing people talk about it at work. You start having these emotions and where that you're getting angry about it. You don't like the police. You get you're feeling for those people who lost loved ones. You know, it's a traumatic experience. Therefore, you start to feel a certain kind of way and not understanding why you're feeling that way. It's all around you. That's a form of post-traumatic stress disorder. Even though you wasn't physically hurt by it, you're still going through it. Right. And that goes on with a lot of different things. Right. Well, just like I said a few moments ago, you're not alone. Reach out to somebody that's around you. There's always somebody around you for you to talk to about anxiety, depression, or whatever the case is. You're not alone. This was just the beginning of this conversation. This conversation is not over. This is a conversation that I will continue to keep having on my show and across my platforms. Thank you for joining me on my second show. This will not be her last. This will not be her last show on. Yeah, this will not be her last show. We'll be right back. 
All right, welcome back to Outspoken. Shakira from JDN News is here with the story of the week. So I'm Shakira. So let's talk about how these 11 co-workers, um, they were in a lottery pool in California. And they are, they are the ones who hit that mega million jackpot that was worth $543 million. I mean, 11 people, $543 million. They are still walking away with a pretty penny. Um, but here's the thing. This is this is the the, the 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 catch. They love their job so much, none of them plan on stop working. Even after they hit this jackpot. Um, I don't understand. <laughs> Five hundred million dollars split eleven ways, that's a lot of money. Um the ages the people range from age 21 all the way to age 60. One of them was even the, the supervisor. Um, they quote, they said, you know, I quote, we love the company. We love what we do. We love what we built there. And we have a good time and want to stay together. I mean, if it was me and I know my 11 employees that I work with, <laughs> we love each other. Okay. So you're telling me that they're, okay. So where's, where's the, what do they work? Um, it doesn't say. Um, it probably doesn't say for a reason, <laughs> but they work in Hayward, California. Um, it was Ju the July 24th drawing. Um, let's see. One of the lottery winners says it was a spur of the moment. He said, hey, did you hear about the jackpot? It was other co-worker. They said, yeah, we should play. He took $22, collected from all 11 um, employees. The ticket is $2 a piece. So each employee had paid for one ticket. Mm. Um, so he said the $22 went down to something called Aaron's Liquors in San Jose and bought some tickets with the um, Easy Pit. They didn't even pick the numbers. The computer fit the numbers. Um, and they won. The winners actually declined to speak with the media or to include any photos um, with this release. I thought, you know, once you won, you had to show your face. But... Mm -hmm. Um, it was really unclear why the winners announce announcement that they won was delayed for 10 days. Um, but they won and they want to keep their job. Now the winning numbers get this one, two, four, 19, 29 and 20. So those are some easy numbers. Those are some easy numbers. So, Hey, they won. They kept their job. All I know is if I won $500 million, you guys would not hear from me. Thanks, Shakira. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. So my girl, Angela Rye, CNN political commentator, went on CNN to discuss Ivanka Trump discussing the family separations policy that her dad put in place. Here's what my girl, <laughs> Angela Rye, had to say on CNN. Your president announced his campaign by talking my, about building a wall to keep he's our president, your president Angela. keeping. He's no, he's not mine. Not mine. I'll never, oh, I will never you, claim a bigot ever. Are you, ever. Are you, are you, now, let me are just finish Canadian? because I know you're are you, off on a red herring. Are, I know you're you off Canadian on a red hearing because you're losing the debate. So let me just finish this point for you. He started no, Angela, his campaign. People, you're rude. Come on, you dude. Call, I'm not, I'm not screaming. The only person that's rude is you right. because you're so afraid for me to get to the comma because the debate ends at the comma, dog. This is over. 
You have nothing to add except for asking me if I'm Canadian. And no, I'm not. I wish I could tell you where from Africa my ancestors came from, at least part of them. But I wouldn't know because the same bigots who are bringing, who are sending people back away from their children are the ones who brought my ancestors here on well, then, then where? Congratulations. I mean, if, he's, if, he's not, if he's not your president, then, I mean, then who is your president? Angela Rye, <laughs> if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for you... <laughs> We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, guys. I just want to let you guys know that we're now on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Amazon Alexa, and YouTube. Also, we're on TuneIn Radio. So I just want to thank you guys for joining me this week. And make sure you click the subscribe button. I want to close out by letting you guys know that don't ever forget to be yourself. Do not let nobody else determine what you do. Don't let nobody what nobody else do determine what you do and determine your actions. It's something that I'm learning that I've had to learn over the course of my life and I'm still learning now. And I just want you guys to always be yourself and don't let nobody control what you do. I'm Jay. As always, you can find me on Instagram at V8IMCM, on Twitter at um, JalenJDN, and also my new Facebook page is at JShaquan. That's going to do it for me this week. As always, stay black. Peace out.